Hey, everybody. Welcome to... <laughs> this is uh, We start this with, with her every time, laughing. You look crazy. Super crazy. Because I am crazy. Amen. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Can We Be Real, episode seven. You've already seen my amazing wife. Welcome to the podcast. Introduce yourself, you tall drink of water. I am fun. Tyler McCann. I have been going to New Life for almost 15 months now. First, first time was last July, so we're doing great staying here with you. How did you find us again? Uh, through a friend, Jake Gersha. He used to come Jake. here. Jake baptized him in yes in your aunt's pool. pool. Yep, yep. He told me about you. He had some majestic hair back in the day. He, he cut did. it all off. He cut the golden locks. No way. Yeah, we all do at some point. <sighs> yeah, Jorge, we all, we all do at some point. Yeah. If you don't know, our uh, voice behind the camera used to have luscious. Lou Kang hair. I used to have a Justin Bieber haircut, so it's all good. Really? Well, we've got one of those kids See, right now that's got the Justin Seems Bieber like you get swoop. neck issues when you do that the whole time. You're just trying to throw your See, I out. didn't do the flip. I just did the hand mm. through. I just changed. See, what people don't realize, I changed my hairstyle to keep the hand through the hair motion. That's cute. Oh, there you go. Anyway, so. <laughs> no, I'm not bald that's yet. That's logic. So. That's logic. So we just got <laughs> finished. Dang. Cut, that was cutthroat Wait, right there. Yeah. Show. <laughs> Full house. Mm, you're welcome. You know about uh, that show? This is yes. sparkling water. Mm. Thank you very much. Great segue to the cup of the day. It is a, a captain cup from a antique store from a boy, Daniel. So uh, you can just call me captain. I mean, I took mine from the Mine's kitchen. So. You did. <laughs> yeah, it's game day, y'all. Nice lipstick. Well, you know. Well, you know. So we just got done having youth service. The game actually went pretty well. That was fun. It actually... That was fun. I didn't know what was happening most of the time, but that's okay. That's okay. But what's what's fun is it made me think of all the different games we've played over the years. I mean, how long did we do youth ministry? Uh, I know. Chelsea told me to. I can start saying I'm tired after 14 years. <laughs> oh, after oh, that's her thing. You can say you're tired after 14, <laughs> 14 years. years. She said I can start being yeah, tired. Yeah, I think from we did it like uh, 12 years. We started working in 2006. Mm-hmm. And then about two. No. 11 years, because 11 we years. T- took over in 2017. No, but we've still been doing youth ministry. Well, yeah, you're right. So we're on. like on 14. Boom. Yeah. It's been it's crazy to think back that we've spent that long. I mean, kids that started in our youth group are now moms, dads. They've got kids. I mean, our cameraman was in our youth group. <laughs> I was going to say sound booth. <laughs> was in the back with his long hair with sitting in the back <laughs> youth group. No, no, he sat in the back, oh and his hair was in his face. And he's like, I don't want to be here. I'm too cool. Right. That's that's my impression of Jorge. Um, <laughs> is that how he sounds in your head? <laughs> that's how he sounds in my head. I don't, know, I don't want to know what yeah, I sound yeah, like. No, not at all. Hey, guys, this is Tyler. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's me in my head, too. Uh, <laughs> wow. So I'm not crying. It's okay. So it's crazy, though, to see, to go up to our sign wall and see all the people that have signed it over the over the years. Yeah, Aaron Stewart's the biggest signature on the wall. I can never miss. Surprised? No, I can never all. miss his signature. Not at all. I'm actually kind of mad that you painted over our we first did. wall. And I'm still, there was that a was bunch of names on there. That was all his fault. He was the one that did that. Because I said, you know what? It's okay, because they'll come back. <laughs> they ain't never came back. <laughs> anyway, well, it's a fun tradition. thinner to get it off there? No, because then you would... No. It would take the Sharpie off. Not necessarily. It would yes, take the Sharpie off. It would. But would it though? Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Come back next week. Who wins the bet? Okay, so, Chels, 
Working with teenagers, working with that age group. Mm-hmm. Give me one of your favorite stories of youth ministry. Of all 12 years, give me one of your favorite stories. Oh, man. They're like all rushing through my head You're right like, now. Bah, 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 what is it? 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 You, what is it? you can't really do one. You have to be like, okay, one good, one funny. Yeah, one just give me a good one. Get, just give me a good story. Um, okay, well, I guess it's not necessarily a story, but me and Brittany would always get stuck on the end of the human horse every time Chris wanted Hold to play on. human no horse. No one has a clue what you're talking about. Okay, so horse. human horse is this game where you link up, you put your head down, and you make like this um, platform for people to run and jump on. Of people. Of people. Now we can't do that. You know, because COVID, whatever. So you have to run and jump on these people, and then you stack up to see how many people you can get. We had a time to we had like six people on the base, and we had twelve kids stacked on top of those people. Yeah. So let's let's be clear. Uh, it was like girls on one. Yes. Like, hey, thank you. Yeah. Girls, yeah, girls on pile, one, guys and pile. then yeah. guys on the other. Is that why Justin keeps saying people got thrown into the wall, brother? There's a lot of stuff that I look back, and I would have fired myself <laughs> in youth ministry. I think that was human octopus he was talking about. Justin said that frick oh, wall, yeah. the fake brick. Sorry, frick is a joke between us yeah, two. Yeah. It's frick wall. Justin said y'all used to throw people into it. Well, because like the human octopus, you'd have yes, this the, the sw- end of the line, everybody around. would hold arms, and they would try to grab. Well, if you were at the very end, that thing would just, and there'd be a little kid just be like, ah, at the very end. <laughs> and then, I was and like, one go, more time? <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was always fun. Uh, my favorite story ever. We're talking to our leaders Mm -hmm. and they said, don't worry about the game today, Pastor Chris. We've got it. I was like, (laughs) 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 okay. Uh, that was kind of my fault. Yes. Oh, uh, (laughs) I get it. So we're sitting there and they're like, we've got the game today. And I was like, what's up? They said, we're going to play. Ultimate Red Rover. Oh my! Number no, 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 one, no, 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 no. Red Rover is sketchy enough already. Red extreme Red Rover. Extreme Red Rover. And I told what them, can I go on record extreme. and say that I told them from the very beginning that this was a bad idea? And can I preface that I was seven months pregnant with Presley at this time? Can I just, I just want to put that out there. So I'm getting ready for the youth service. They're like, we're going to play outside. Cool. I'm thinking. No, 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 no. Outside. On the asphalt. Well, that's what I'm going to say. I'm thinking they're going to go to the grass. No, no, no. I'm upstairs, and it's quiet. I told them to go to the grass, it's but they didn't listen to me. It's super quiet up there. And all of a sudden, <laughs> out of the clear blue crystal of Chris's prayer in the loft, <laughs> he's dead! <laughs> Highest pitch, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this girl is screaming!" He's dead! I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I was waiting, now and then Justin Marmalejo runs up the stairs. I was like, "Justin, he's dead! He's dead! He's dead!" I was like, well, "What?" Oh no, no, no! What? Guess who's carrying this kid across the parking lot? Seven months Seven pregnant. Seven months pregnant. Running as fast as she could with her little pregnant leg. So me, they're playing Red Rover. <laughs> Extreme Red Rover <laughs> over concrete, and a kid hits the arm and flips back and busts his head and gets knocked out. He, uh, cold. What's his? What's it he called? He got clothesline. Clothesline. Cold. cold. The dude's g- gone, 
and Chelsea's sitting there, like, running across, <laughs> balancing a child on her belly. Oh, my gosh. It was a disaster. It. His sisters are crying like they're at a funeral because their brother just died in front of them. <laughs> brother. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my gosh. I had to take that kid to his mama. Thank God his mom still loves us. She does. We love you. You know who you are. We appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks for not suing. I was just about to say, thanks for not suing us. They, but, they signed a waiver. Yeah, yeah. You already signed it. But, but okay, but that's, that is what made youth ministry click for us so much is that we were willing to, man, we had fun. Yeah, we did have fun. We had a lot of fun. You know, like tonight the game went really well and the kids loved it. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was you know, fun. What did you notice? Don't give any names, but what did you notice tonight about that? Well, the kid you and I sat there for like, I think 30 minutes afterwards talking about how can we get him to open up was running around happy, smiling, laughing, talking Mm -hmm. to people, not just walking around like staring. And that was like probably the most awesome thing I've seen today. And it's, it's just amazing to watch, you know, these kids that probably at a school, not all of them would hang out together. They're Mm -hmm. different kids, different ages from different backgrounds. Some are homeschool, some are private school, some are public school, some are, you know, so we have this, but we've always been that way. I mean, we've always been that way. We've, that's the kind of thing to we're willing. I, I know you can see I'm sweaty right now because all of a sudden one of the boys was like, we're, they were playing swords. And he's like, I can't beat you at swords, but I bet I bet I bet I bet I beat you up in wrestling. Worst mistake ever. I give the kid credit. And he looked at me and he goes, and he, confident, he goes, but I bet I could beat you up in wrestling. I said, you feeling froggy? Oh. And all of a sudden, he's like, I'm taking my phone out and keys and throwing it. And all of a sudden, I look over and his dad goes, go do it. And he's got his camera up and he's filming it. But the kid didn't quit. No, he, he was. He was, You had him and he, no. he did not quit. But when we go from lock-ins, those are Chelsea's favorite. I she hate loves lock-ins. lock-ins. She wants to do another Lock-ins make me so tired. Oh, well, you want to hear a funny story? Okay, so this last lock-in, we were, when was it? When did we, we have, have, when a, was it? I'm, oh, I'm not. He just started. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm like a month. When was our when last? When was it, Tyler? I can't remember. Two years ago. But no, no, no. It was just a couple months ago. It was yeah. in like December or January or something. Like last year, yeah. And so we were, I had stayed up all night with these kids, like <laughs> literally all night. It was Darn like. Darn kids. Four o'clock in the morning, I want to say, and I <laughs> told the rest of the leaders, I was like, look, I need to go get just a tiny bit of shut eye for like an hour. Just an hour. And so I go in my office, I close the door, and I, like, it takes a long time to, like, shut everything, your brain down, all that stuff. So I was just got to that point where I was, like, actually drifting off, <laughs> and I hear the loudest singing coming from outside of my door. I mean, the loudest. And I swing open my door and said, who's singing? <laughs> and it was Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> he was singing and sweeping. He's like, I gotta do something to stay awake. And so he was singing and sweeping. He's like, I'm sorry, go back to sleep. I was like, Oh my god, I'm yeah, gonna fun. learn today. Yeah, he sure did. He, he learned real fast. Hey, Chris, scratch him. I, I almost did. I almost hey, Chris, talk about uh, the, the guys' night where uh, you were laying down. Oh, and you mean, happened. you mean, you mean torture? Oh. <laughs> Let's no, talk no, about no, 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 no,
Well, first, I want to talk about that one. No, don't talk about no, this that. Is, it's not a bad thing. Everybody's like, what kind of youth group was this? Listen. All the podcasts you use are like, so we're not going to that church. the kids are playing a game, you, and they, they pin me. Yeah, yeah. He's doing this because it's about him. And they, they get me. I don't know what we were doing. Okay, hold on. Before you start, okay. let me just clarify that Chris always messed with us. Always. I cannot so, confirm or deny. And I no can proof. confirm. So, I wanted I to get him. I wanted to get him back. So, there's always a line I wouldn't cross. Could get fuzzy at times, but there's a line I wouldn't cross. <laughs> I'm sitting there under the pool bit. table. This, I mean, this thing is like, how, how heavy do you think that pool table is? Uh, probably like, like 300 pounds. Yeah, about three, 350. At least, right? So, they begin to trap me under this pool table. I mean, they're grabbing huge fans and, and couches. I can't get out. And these fans are industrial sized fans, and they turn them on blow them towards me, and start squirting me with water. <laughs> I'm under there in nothing but just a tank top and some shorts, and it's just a guy's night, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, whatever. You know, I'm going to play reverse psychology. I'm going to go to sleep. Do what you want. Well, I went to sleep. Well, so did they. And <laughs> <laughs> left you under I'm there? freezing cold. I wake up in the middle of the, in the middle of the morning, freezing cold at 2 o'clock. How do you go to sleep like Wind that? Wind blowing on me. And I have a panic attack because I am Way to go, Jorge. Stuck. I start going crazy. I, mean, I didn't know that was going to happen. I start kicking the fan. I had to pace the, the youth room at 2.30 in the morning <laughs> for 30 minutes to get myself calmed down because I was like stuck. But what story are you talking about? I'm kind of afraid. What, what, what do you mean? I'm talking about the story when... Um, there was a specific individual that used to go to our youth group that just had an act for breaking things. Huh. Talk about the watermelon? No. But that person. So it was a guy's night, and of course, everyone stayed up, and Chris was laying Hold on. down. Is this a approved story? Can we do this podcast? What? Is it? Is it? A, is, is it an okay story? I mean, I think so. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Well, here I'm we all go. scared. <laughs> I'm all scared. Yeah, Chris was uh, laying down trying to get some rest, and uh, we all, well, I was laying down too upstairs, and everyone went downstairs. And uh, they were playing dodgeball, I think. Yeah. And uh, this certain individual was running, and he ran into Miss Pam's uh, pulpit. Pulpit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that same person put their bottom through yeah. my wall yeah. at my this house. This was the church's favorite pulpit. Yeah. And all of a sudden we hear, um, hey, uh, Chris, um, <laughs> can we talk real quick? And I, and I knew it. it's kind of like when your kid knows they're in trouble. Yeah. They're like, so, um, so here's the thing. It was an accident. It was, uh, Lord, he broke everything. Yeah. Um, everything. Uh, it was an accident. I, uh, it was a guy's night again. And I had just left the house and told him, don't let them break anything in the house. She walks out the door two seconds later. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So everything was cool. Like. Chris wasn't there yet. Everyone was behaving. I was kind of like taming everything. And then Chris comes home. He's like, yeah, let's play basketball with my, <laughs> with my, my little little basketball thing on the wall. And they were trying to do dunks, and that's when it got crazy. So mm-hmm. Sounds like a Chris thing. Him. And but they broke a picture frame that night. That's when Ed Scriven comes in and fixes <laughs> the hole in the sheetrock. Thank God for Ed. But, okay, so here's here's the funny thing. We have all those crazy funny memories, right? But it's like... All those kids I can remember, 
every one of them have a crazy encounter with God oh, that changed yeah. their life. For you sure. know, I, I can remember uh, a kid that if if you saw him walking in Walmart, you might walk the other way. Like, he was kind of a sketchy kid, mm-hmm. you know? And those are my favorite. Bring me the sketchy kids, right? And uh, I can remember laying, you know, I just walked upstairs in the youth room. We're finished. Everybody's going home, and he's laying in the front. I was like, hey, man, what are you, what are you doing? And I laid down, and we're both looking up at the ceiling. And he goes, I don't want to go home. I'm the happiest I've ever been laying right here. And it's like moments like that, moments like that will change everything you think and everything you do. Right? What is that beep? I hear noises. I hear it too. But moments like that, well, when, when you go to camp and there's a kid that they're not really seeking after God. They're just doing their thing. And then they have that click. And they're like, man, I, I don't care no, about any of that stuff. Oh, it's a press Mm-hmm. You know, so it's been it's been amazing to watch this over the years to see that. I mean, granted, we're in our thirties, and I still love helping with the youth. You're in your thirties. I apologize. You're in your twenties. I'm in my thirties. <laughs> Secrets out. Jk. So, what what have you noticed? What's been one of your favorite things about youth so far? Uh, I think to remain nameless is the new girl today. Yeah, she told me she was like, "Hey, like I'm socially awkward. I'm nervous to come today. Like I don't know if I should. Like I have. I just like I know nobody. I have no friends." And then lovely Presley steps in and she's like, "Can I come? Like, can I ha- can I hang out with Presley and Maddie and, and hang out with them tonight? Because like they're my friends now. Mm-hmm. They're I'm I, I'm excited and I think you saw it. Like they were off yeah. on the stage, just them three, just just talking, just having a great time. She's super stoked to keep coming. Yeah, and that's what she told me. She I was asked her. I was like, "Hey, we want to see you next Sunday." She's like. She's like, I'm going to try my best. Like, I, I might even, like, force my force my dad to drive me here. Like, I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm here. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure I'm here. But, see, that's the stuff that I love when, I mean, it's a safe place for a kid to come and be themselves. And we're going to teach them the word. We're, we're going to make it to where application works. But there's not just, like, a, I mean, we've never had it to where our youth group was, like, just the athletic kids. or Mm-mm. just or, It's just it's always, always been, been a mixture. It's always been a fun mixture, right? Um, one of the hardest things about dealing with teenagers. I think one of the hardest things is, is that you don't always know what to say and you don't always know how to reach them. Yeah. And you don't know always how to help them understand that, look, I've already done this and I know what the road looks like and you don't want to go down that road because it's ugly but you looking at them know that they're going to do it regardless of what you say to them or not. And I think that's the hardest part is yeah. like, let me get inside your head and let me, let me implant what I know and what I've been through to help mm. you not do that. Yeah. To, so that you don't, don't be one of those people that oh, I just had to live it, learn it for myself, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think it's because they don't know how hood you are, Chelsea. Like you told me earlier <laughs> oh, today. Yeah, no. They haven't seen the gangsta in you yet, Chelsea. Listen here, Tyler. <laughs> she told me, she threatened me with a scratch, and she said, I'm hood, you know. That's what you guys didn't know. Chelsea's hood. Oh, shoot. Um, you're going to get her tickled. Oh, my um, gosh. I would say one of the hardest things for me is that we will invest into a kid. And then they jump into it. Right? And invest into a kid. And... I'm talking about like 
I mean, I'm older. I know how how foolish I look when a kid comes up with TikTok and I'm I got a filter on my face and I'm acting silly. Yeah, but that's what gets to them. Yeah, that you, you, you should have, have seen to. the smiles when you had the female filter on the, right, the right, kids no watching you. Like, I'm yeah. sitting there. It's like it's just being foolish. I'm I'm sitting there playing video games with kids. We're playing. I'm playing swords. I'm I'm a thirty something year old man playing swords <laughs> with a twelve year old in a circle. He likes it. Oh, it he is really fun. Um, but I, I invest so much time into it. Yeah. And two things hurt the worst. When we invest so much time, and then all of a sudden, their parents will just be like, I don't know. I don't want to take you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like we work to get their kids to just this level of confidence and knowing, and then all of a sudden, they're just gone. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's, that, that's hard, right? Mm-hmm. Or what happens is, I'll just be real with you. When we get a kid that wants to change and they go home and their parents don't want to. Mm-hmm. A kid will go, I don't want to smoke weed anymore. I don't want to drink anymore. I don't want to do these things anymore. And they go home and their parents like, oh, it ain't that big of a deal. I'm yeah. like, you're, dist- you're, you're, you're ripping up every bit of seed I just planted, mm-hmm. right? And you don't realize that they're, they're going to be just like you if you don't quit. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's one of the hardest things. I dealt with that at the alternative school. I'd get a kid that's like, man, maybe, maybe I can do it. And their parent would pick them up, and it would just change it all. And that shows the power of a parent's life. Pa- parents don't realize how much power they have in these kids' lives. They think their kid isn't listening or watching. They're watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're watching the lives, right? Yeah. So, Tyler, what, um, what was a relationship you had growing up in your teenage years that affected your life with somebody, not even necessarily a church, but it could be like a, a coach or what? Give me a relationship that affected you. Well, so uh, most people don't know is I was born here in Seguin, and then my parents moved to New Braunfels because at the time, Seguin was very bad. Like, it was a very bad town. Like, my dad was a cop, so he, like, always knew, like, what was actually going on behind the news. And so we moved to New Braunfels, and then my senior year, I came back because I got in an altercation with a coach that will remain unnameless. Like, he threw a punch at me. I threw one back. Like, and so we, I was done. I was done. I took off my uniform and walked off the field in my in my because uh, I didn't want to play for him anymore. And I came back to Seguin, and can I say the coach's name that changed my life, or like in a good way? In a good way. Yeah. Uh, he's actually still the coach at Seguin High School. His name's Nate Langford. Hey. Yeah. He uh, he Langford. he believed in me. Like I came to Seguin. Like I, I played football since I was four. I didn't want to play anymore my senior year. My dad's like, come on, man. They like they got a new coach. Like, go check him out. Like he was he he was a he was a coach for the Buffalo Bills. Like he's he knows his stuff. Like, go check him out. And then I was just like, so I showed up and then like Nate Langford slowly just started dragging the fire and like the belief in myself again out by him believing in me. That's awesome. And like be and like he even he even talked wor- like the Lord into me. Like he spoke the Lord into my life and like it made wow. me start not following like I do now, but relit my belief in it belief in him again and that's like where i truly believe like i wouldn't be here if nate langford didn't speak life over me dude awesome now one thing i am excited about tyler experiencing is going to be youth camp next year oh my gosh tyler you ain't ready for youth camp Uh, you keep telling me that i'm trying to tell you i'm trying to tell you youth camp is just different see i I grew up going to youth group uh, youth camp 
We would drive all the way from Florence, Alabama to Columbus, Texas to go to TBI, to country camp, Mm -hmm. right? Discovery camp. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that was a Greyhound bus. We started the night before you, man, old sold out youth days. Some of y'all don't even know about those days. Old sold out youth. That was our youth group. Josh Potts and Heather Potts back in the day. And I can remember those times. And then the times for us going to youth. And going to going to youth camp, and the crazy stories that oh come out of youth camp. You put me and Dave Madden in a building together. Scary. We gonna have fun. Very scary. Clicked, but there's just something about the crazy <laughs> stories. That one time we're sitting there all having. They're lunch. more of the teenagers than the teenagers. Can I confirm or deny? I can but confirm. I've hung what? out with you enough to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the lunchroom, and. Uh, it's raining and we're waiting because we can't go out yet because it's they don't want to send them out in the rain. Yeah. So we a few of us look at each other and we're like, hey, let's go. We go out to the field and all the kids are at the window and us grown men are sliding 50 yards <laughs> into the lake. And all of a sudden, Todd Dees goes and I jump on Todd Dees' back and I slide into the lake. With, man, it's, it's just a lot of fun. It is, it's going to be something that you're just not ready for. So, story from youth camp. Go. Uh, last, no, well, no, we didn't get to go to camp last year because of COVID, whatever. God, COVID. Uh, ruining your life. Jacking up our life. Um, the year before last, we went, and it was during my birthday, and Chris <laughs> literally sang to me, got the whole camp to sing to me i think like 50 times every time she'd enter a room i'd go hey everybody it's chelsea's birthday it was like i mean the, i was so embarrassed i mean i'd blush every single time it was just it was beautiful it was it was uh, i see i hate my birthday being sung to me too. it was crazy i don't tell people my birthday because of that I actually I'm uninvited an aunt to my brother. 18th birthday because she got a restaurant to sing to me on my 17th. <laughs> well, when you go to camp with us, just know your birthday's going to be at camp. No, I was just like, I was like, Mom, she ain't coming no, this year. I don't think he. Co- I don't think oh, he grabbed what I said. Oh, his birthday's next week. No, 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 no. no. The uh, two days after Past Appreciation Day, so that's the 27th but of October. But his birthday's also going to be at camp. Now it's all over YouTube. Thanks. <laughs> You're all welcome. October 27th is Tyler's birthday, and we're going to sing to him. We're going to break the Chelsea record. Hey, all my uh, EYC people. I know he's going to do help. it, too. Yeah, oh, it's going to You don't know. Them's my people. <laughs> it's going to be so much. But uh, like those are the moments. Parents, send your kids to youth camp. Save money. Start now. Don't wait. Granted, it's it's more expensive than other camps. Some, some it's no, you know I not that much. Oh, well, I'm talking about like it's some of them are re- you know real cheap. And then mm-hmm. you have this one. It's it's about average cost, but it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. It is so worth it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I got the call to ministry at a youth camp. I still remember where I was when it happened, and I'm here today as a senior pastor. I I got the call to got, got the call to ministry at Discovery Camp. My senior year, got there, and I was like, man, I just, I'm called to the ministry. It was the craziest thing in the world. And I knew there was nothing else I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was going to be senior pastor. I thought it was just going to be youth pastor. But, like, I, I remember that. I got that call. And there's something about, I mean, going and getting away from everything, getting away from your phone, getting away from social media, and just being out in the middle of a field, and, and and being in this group to where the growth that happens in your life is just amazing. 
In such a short amount of time, too. Such a short amount of time. Yeah. See, I'm excited about you, hopefully. <coughs> you know, it'd be really fun is if we go back to, is it Tomahawk again? Do you think they're going to go back there? Yeah, I'm sure. I'd love for Todd and I to blob him. <laughs> <laughs> what is blob? You don't know what a blob is? No. Whoa. What? Yeah, I've never been to a youth okay, camp. It says you do. big. You, you'll see it in a it second. It says big balloon thing, like a like on a, a lake. Like they oh, land oh, on. You, like I sit there and y'all yeah. jump and shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And okay. you, I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> Kobe. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. But we, I remember one time we uh, we as a youth pastors were like, man, we really want to send to this kid. They were like eighteen years old, but. No, they no, they weren't eighteen. They were like fifteen, but they were in our youth group, and I was like, "Hey, man, parents are cool with me if me and this other dude launch this child." And they're like, "I can't tell you, you're allowed, but I will tell you if you show up five minutes after the." <laughs> and they like gave me exactly that child went so high into the air; it was a thing of beauty. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! It's fun. It is fun. It's like the highlight. It's a highlight. Time I'm excited for, for Caleb sure. to come too. Oh, oh yeah, he's gonna love it. He'll love it. He'll have to do the basketball competition. Oh, because they do. Oh, dude, there's it's it's competitive. They they do trophies. Millman the giraffe will be out the giraffe. <laughs> but they, uh, what I love about too is is the camp that we go to. They really care about the kids that are going there. And just an FYI, they have the best ranch ever. It is so good. <laughs> Is she talking about me Hidden Valley Michelle, Ranch? No. Me and Michelle oh. wait every year for the ranch. It's so good. Ranch we were disappointed. Dressing. I see. That's what we I We were like, disappointed when we dressing. didn't she's go to that kidding. camp because we were missing out on the ranch. Then we went last year and it was so good. We didn't go last year. Right, Michelle. Before. Well, what you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I love ranch. I'm a ranch connoisseur. I mean, it's okay, got to be. I, 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 see, I used to argue with this stuff. It's got to be the right stuff. But then when we were, I mean, freshly married. Yeah. I sat there and I went to get her Whataburger. Yeah. It had to be the And right I forgot ketchup. the ketchup. I was so mad. So I went by just another restaurant and got her some ketchup on the way Not home. Not the same thing. And I got there and she goes, what's this? And I said, <laughs> it's ketchup. No. It's not Whataburger ketchup. And I said, it's ketchup. And she goes, no, Christopher. And I said, what are you talking about? She goes, I can tell the difference. I said, no, you can't. Sure did. So I went and got 10 different types of ketchup, blindfolded her, and she knew the type of ketchup, Tyler. What's the hood in her, Chris? <laughs> it is. <laughs> she gangsta, guys. Listen, listen. They all know I'm head. She goes, scratch you. Scratch. Wow. Tiff knows I'm head, right, Tiff? She's like doing all these <laughs> shout outs to people <laughs> with her sparkling water. With my sparkling water. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, give me another story from youth that you enjoyed. Oh my goodness. Um, I I'm like literally drawing a blank. It's well, because we, you asked me. We've done so many things. We've done one time at youth camp. We made a life-size Pac-Man. Oh, that was a blast. And, and I mean, like, I was inside the Pac-Man, and all you saw was this much of my legs. You couldn't see anything. It was just this huge Pac-Man, and we had two ghosts, and we ran through camp, and I'm chasing, <laughs> chasing them with them. the Pac-Man. Yeah. Dude, it was it a was blast. Fun. Jorge, it was fun. Give me a favorite story. Camp, I want you to go back. 
cameraman, give me a story, something funny. It can be about the trip there. It can be about the trip there. I want you to think about it too. Okay. And I want you to ask a question about camp. I want you to think about, give me something that you would like to know or about youth ministry. Give me a question you'd like to know about youth ministry. So now I've casted it out to three of you. The the net is wide. (laughs) The net is wide. (laughs) The net is wide. I mean, for me, I mean, I can remember like, more of like the worship services more than anything. Okay. Um, I mean, rather than what to say, it just it's just different. It's like you're you're being secluded from the world, and all you have is God and the people of God, and just the, the services are just they're crazy. You have kids that can barely handle five minutes of conversation yeah. and four hours of worship later they're yeah, asking they're to keep going. Four hours. Keep like Let's keep it's crazy. Like you just don't want to stop. It's it's yeah. and people are not going going four hours. You can't explain it until you're there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It didn't even seem like four hours and we we're just we wanted more. It was it's wild. I love the dress up days. Oh yeah. We w- we used to, we don't do this anymore, but because it just got a little pricey. Dressing up every single day, but our youth group would dress up we were known a different theme every single day. And it just brought our kids together because they they all stay through they don't we don't stay in a group and uh we stay with counselors and stuff. So it was just a fun moment to bring our kids together. You know, you you know the new life and, kids. Yeah. Because we'd be dressed as like eighty year old men or like tourists or, or nerds 80s or eighties. Yeah. It was just lots of fun. It was fun because it, it got people's that people were waiting. They were like, what's the next yeah. dress up day? Like, what what is it? Yeah. You know, one time we made a bunch of Mario Karts and we ran through the lunchroom <laughs> in Mario Karts. And I they're don't remember that one. Probably still up in the ceiling at country camp. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching from country camp, a dorm. Think about the fourth room down to the left. Maybe some Mario Kart things. They probably found it. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Oh, I, I do remember something funny that we did at country camp. What? Uh, the the freaking axe bomb that you made. <laughs> oh, and then and then we were uh, we grabbed the mattresses in oh, the hallway. Brother. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was his fault. Come uh, on, go ahead. Go on, go ahead. This is going to be the podcast of how oh did he not get fired? God. That's what yes, this is. Dear <laughs> um, Lord. So po- the, the Axe Bomb, we had kids that, and this was young youth pastor Chris, that like when we were playing, we did pillow fights. Kids were putting batteries in their pillows. And I was like, what are you doing? So you made me mad. So we went and got cans of Axe. And at 2.30 in the morning, we taped the button down and rolled like five of them in their room. Oh gosh, and they're like, it was awful. <laughs> the whole dorm smelled like axe. Well, at least it smelled good. No, there's I don't, a point. This there's is one thing point. you learn about um, youth. They forget to wear deodorant when they come to youth. Well, and especially at youth camp. I don't think they ever shower, shower the like entire <laughs> week. The smells that come out of youth camp like, are alarming. <laughs> so <laughs> makes you still want to twitch a little bit. And I can tell you, that this is the reason why I've changed quite a bit. And you'll just not make the same mistakes I did. Thank I am you, sleeping Jesus. in my room. I'm sleeping in my room. And the kids have grabbed their mattresses and they're running full speed down this long hallway. Bow. I mean, hitting each other. <laughs> and I'm sitting there. I'm like, my kids are in bed. I'm good. Y'all want to do something stupid? My kids are in bed. I'm laying down. 
And then Jorge shows up. Yeah. Right? And I'm laying there, and uh, one of my kids comes up and says, Manny, Pastor Chris, that youth pastor said you were pumped. <laughs> I said, go to sleep. And he goes, no, he called you a punk, Pastor Chris. And I said, I ain't worried about him. Youth pastor walks by the door and goes, I ain't worried about you either. Ooh. And walks off. It's on. Hold up. <laughs> I said, hold up, wait a minute. Next thing you see is Pastor Chris. <laughs> He's the hallway with the mattress. So I was like, yeah, one next, time. Yeah, next thing you see once. is him at the end of the. Just once. With the mattress. No one was hurt yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We go and I lay my shoulder into this dude and I hear everybody on my side of the mattress was like, yo, everybody on his side of the mattress was like, oh, <laughs> two totally different reactions. His teeth went through his lip, through it. And he's like. And let's let's remind people out there in podcast world that this guy was an adult. He, he was, was a youth pastor. Twenty four years old. And he was you older were, than me. Yeah, he was older than you at the time. And he challenged me. I wouldn't go, uh, going back. I wouldn't do it. But can we be real? You didn't have the brainwashing yet. Hadn't brainwashed yet. You know. So uh, so, uh, and uh, I sit there and I go, um, oh man, this stinks. I go lay down to bed. I was like, you know, like. <laughs> You're so kind. Listen. He's like, who's calling now? Deal with your own lip. He had to go to the hospital, (laughs) and they had to do stitches from outside his lip all the way to the inside, and we're in service the next morning. He has yet to sleep, and he walks by me and goes, hey, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. I said, dang. He goes, yeah. I shouldn't have told you to get out of bed. I was like, man, I, I felt bad for like a good 7.2 seconds, you know? Um, but it's funny, like, I, I look back, and I do not suggest half the stuff on that one, but we we learned and grew so much. So much. So much. So much. So. We learned and grew so much. And, you know, one thing that helped me a lot was Lane and Pamela let me dream. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, hey, I want to do a sermon series where I drop a piano off the top of the building and it explodes like craziness. And yeah, like, and he would do it. He would do stuff, okay. crazy stuff like that. But the first sermon I ever preached, I broke a TV, I broke a mirror, broke a radio, and kids that would never connect in church were in the parking lot weeping their eyes out. Yeah. But it was just real. Yeah, and it I got was their like, attention. I was like, man, I don't want to just have youth just to be able to say we had a popular youth group. I, I, I want these kids... To not go down the path that I went down, I want these kids to learn life. I want them, these kids to meet Jesus. Like a lot of times, too, people would give up hope on people. Like Jorge, people didn't see like honest transparency. Real quick, do do you think people saw much potential from you back in those days? Negative. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why? Why? Why do you think? What? Um, I mean, I guess just the way I presented myself, okay. the way I was, I just hated everything and didn't care. And, and it was hard. There was a lot of times that, like, and there was just an honesty. Or he comes up to me and goes, "Hey, 
want you to hear my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to say a lot about it. But oh this is how honest and real our relationship was. He goes, I want I you to hear And I'm in his living I'm in his bedroom. Like, he, he's like, you got to come over and play video games with me. You're going to come over and play with Fernando. <laughs> Fernando was there, too. And uh, he's like, you got to come over. And I was like, cool. And he goes, I want you to hear this song. And he plays it. And I'm not even going to say the name of the song. That just lets you know, right? And he's looking at me going, <laughs> like, what do you think? And I was like, that song's horrible. What are you talking about? And he goes, oh. And he was legitimately surprised I didn't like the song, right? But there was an honesty there <laughs> to where. Oh, my gosh. And, and if you're working with teenagers, you've got to be willing to look past the first front they give you. Yeah. You've got to be willing. You gave me fronts all the time. Like, oh, I don't care. And then all of a sudden he'd be playing a game and he'd be like, octopus. Let me tell you a little bit about. But he'd be in it. Let me tell you a little bit about Jorge. I've known Jorge since he was a little bitty guy. He would creep into our sleepovers. <laughs> I was, I'm best friends with one of, well, she's one of my best friends. Um, his sister, Melissa, and his sister, Angie, we were all friends back in the day. And I would go spend the night at their house. And we would be talking and chatting on the floor and, you know, being silly. And here would be Jorge listening to every single thing that we said. Creeper. <laughs> every single thing. He loved it. Another bad thing about her being friends with my sister uh, <laughs> She uh, caught me sneaking out of my bedroom. Shout it! <laughs> bedroom yes. window. Shout it! Yeah. Clearly you weren't as hood as Chelsea. <laughs> oh, I was. I, I, I <laughs> just was. knew all of his tricks. She's like, oh, I pulled that one back in the day. But, no, I didn't sneak so, out my window. I knew better than that. Oh, no. You, my, my parents put me over the driveway with like a 12-foot drop straight to yeah, concrete. You sneaking out? No. <laughs> they did. They were like, oh, we, we know you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Well, and see what I, the thing about Jorge is this is that don't just look at what it looks like right now. Mm-hmm. Like if you would have told me in 2007 that that kid that's sitting in the back of the room <laughs> that does not want to be a part of youth was going to be over all media at the church, I'd have been like, "Dang, all right." I would have believed you because that's been my heart at all times. But see, that's the key with working with youth ministry. You cannot just stop with the first time they throw a front up. Mm-mm. You got to be willing to push past. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got to be willing. You have to be invested in that relationship. Well, he's got so much of you Isn't in it him. Weird? It really is. But it's but it's nice too because then he can easily connect with the kids and that's what makes when you're in youth ministry, you have to connect with them on some sort of level. Yeah. Be it the smallest thing. Like, I'm terrible at pool. I'm terrible at oh, pool. I, I watched. Don't worry. I watched. You <laughs> garbage. But I garbage. played with them to connect with them, you know? So you just got to do things that sometimes that you're uncomfortable with. But for you, that's going to be super simple. Well, like that's one of the most rewarding things is I'm going to leave him nameless. But y'all know him because uh, his parents' name is a season. He, me and him, I, I think he's the first one, like, I broke through to when we went and played disc golf. Yeah. Uh, he just, like, he, I, I opened up about a little bit about me just because, like, honestly, kids kids take forever to trust, especially when they've been hurt in yeah. a certain way. And so, like, he said, the moment you opened up, I knew I could trust you to open up about what I'm struggling with right now. Dude, I will, I have found myself everywhere from basketball games 
to hardcore concerts <laughs> yeah. to hardcore showing concerts. pigs in the middle of the country. Uh, yeah. We've been out all over the place. There's no, there is nothing. We've gone to uh, to quinceañeras. <laughs> yeah. We've gone. I Everything. mean, there's nothing we haven't done because it's all, all they are are roads in order to be able to connect. Mm-hmm. Connect with kids, just, yeah. just connect. That's the goal. But then you wind up having a blast. Like, Well, I think one of the biggest things for me when I came here, like I came from a church that I was like, I, I, I would be the kid who'd go sit in the restroom to get out of church, like at my old church. I, that was me. I didn't have to go to the restroom. I was on my phone. Yeah, no doubt. And then I came here, and what really brought me into both of y'all was you're like, we've messed up, so why should I fault you for that? When my old church was like, you messed up? I can't believe you messed up. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how dare you mess up? And y'all were like, we, we all mess up. I am addicted to the come up. I'm addicted to watching somebody when their face hits the floor, and all of a sudden, everybody counts them out. And I'm like, no, hold up, because that was me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm addicted to watching that, to seeing somebody grab a hold of it. A young man that had an absent father become a great father. A, a, a young woman that didn't have a mother in her life becomes an amazing mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody that that had a thousand divorces in their life have a successful marriage. Right. Though, like, though, I'm addicted to that. I'm addicted to watching Jesus change people's lives, and I think that that's the reason why Lane and Pamela had so much trust in us because we were always in it for that Mm -hmm. we were not in it for just let me just you know have the most popular youth group no i want to see lives changed Mm -hmm. right i want to see lives changed and see you don't know what it's going to happen his wife got saved Two weeks later, every one of her friends are at We're youth. here. Yeah, every she, she brought a ton one. of kids in. She's, but that's always been her. Yeah, her heart. And, and, and that, that's, she is, she is a, a modern missionary of just where you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's her life. And, it, like, for me, I look at this, and I go, at that moment, never would have thought she'd be teaching my daughter. Yeah. Right? Think about that. I never, but it was worth it. It was worth it. And that's what you have to remind yourself. Don't just look at the fight you're having right now. Remind yourself of the goal that you're working mm-hmm. towards. Like yeah. that, that is so worth it. I'm sitting here with, I, I like Jake got ministered to you. He's the one that told you. Mm-hmm. I Shout met, out Gersha. Uh, what's up, Jake? <laughs> I'm, I remember t- speaking to TLU's football team. They want to bring you back. Man, I'd love to go. Speak I actually talked to one of the coaches today. There. He's on propose it to the head coach. Dude, so they'll bring you I'm back all for that. And that's where I, Jake was the one who's like, hey, you know, I've got this guy. That's how I met Wonk. That's that's how I met a yeah. bunch of these guys. So, but I look at that as this. I didn't know a Tyler was on the other side of a Jake. Mm-hmm. Right? I love Jake. I was messaging Jake the other day. Well, if you think about it, Jake led me here who brought you my little brother. Yeah. yeah. And so I sit there and look at True. the connections. I love it. So one person doesn't realize, oh, it's just a Jake. No, it's not just a Jake. Mm-mm. It's a Jake that brings a Tyler, that brings a Caleb. And, and then all of a sudden, we don't know where that's going to go down. But that's what reaching youth is. Well, then we well, can even go farther. Like, Jake brought me, who brought Caleb. Then Sadie came, and then Sadie's sister came with John. And now her kids are in, her yes. her yeah. daughter, and then her parents. That's like 12 mm-hmm. people off yeah. of Jake just saying, hey, go check out New off Life. Off Jake. And see what happens <laughs> yeah, is this. That's Most incredible. people will sit there and go, oh, it's just Jake. No, no, it's Jake. Plus 12 more. Right? Yeah. It's, it's Jake. And that's what we have to do is you cannot discredit any youth teenager child because you do not know the power they're going to bring with them oh yeah i've had so many teenagers speak in my life and it has changed something so 
um, minuscule and changed changed me instantly. And then an adult say something to me, I'm like, what? You know, like it just, they have so much power. Yeah. Instead of being dismissive to them, listen to what they have to say. And what I love too is the relationships that will never die. Like mm-hmm. I still see Gerald and I'll mm-hmm. see him everywhere. I'm, and I, it, it's just instant go back, right? I'll see Stormy. Mm-hmm. I'll see, you know, like Rebecca. I'll, I'll see all these people that went through our youth and grew up. I mean, all over. I'll see Alex Amplis. I'll see all these different people from, I'll see Alex, you know, who was video calling into our Bible studies from Florida. Like, they're relationships that I would not give away for anything. No. I would not trade the relationships and the friendships Mm -hmm. I got with these teenagers for anything. I think of kids like um, like Alan, Big Alan. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, you know... Big Alan, we had our ups and downs. If I see Alan in Walmart, he's yelling at me. Hey, man. Hey, come come see my kids. Can't, you can't take that from me. Mm-hmm. You, 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 know, you can't take those relationships from me of those things that I look back. And that was so worth it. I, I don't remember a football game from that far back. Except 2009 when Alabama beat ten, Texas. Yeah, um, stings, stings, <laughs> stings. Think it's but time to. Cole doesn't go down. We win. <laughs> Keep dreaming. Um, but here's the thing: <laughs> I don't remember all those games, but I remember lives. I, I don't remember every game we played, Mm-mm. but I remember the memories that we made. I remember all our scavenger hunts. Those Sca- were fun. Scavenger, man, we had fun scavenger hunts with the pictures. Mm-hmm. German mm-hmm. Shepherd, and they went to Lane because he's German and he's a shepherd, and they took a picture of him, and I was like, <laughs> hey, that's smart. It was awesome. We had a lot of fun. Them uh, prayer scavenger hunts were pretty tight, Yeah, too. those were fun, too. You ever been on a prayer scavenger hunt? Tyler. Dude, I told you. So prayer scavenger hunt is you literally get into a car. with You have a leader and then just a few kids. Oh, you told me about this. Yeah. I've never been yes. on one, but you told me about uh, this. We had a You kid. told me the movie store, the movie yeah. theater one. movie theater. So we're sitting there, and and I was like, where are we going to go? One kid's like, I don't know, let's go to the movie theater. And I was like, all right, well, pray. Let's pray. Just begin to pray. Father, there's people that want to hear from you. Pray. Okay. So we go to the movie theater. And on the way there, one kid's like, I'm just, I don't know, I just think we're going to see someone in all black. And we're just praying, Father, if you care about your people. And all of a sudden, a kid in our car starts weeping. And I was like, what? And he was like, I just feel a pain and a hurt, like, deep hurt and I was like wow okay we pull up and there's a group full of people and right in the middle someone wearing all black I said let's find out we walk up to the group and we look at this girl and we said hey um, we believe God speaks to us we believe God loves you and we feel like God is telling us to tell you that uh, he sees all the nights that you cry yourself to sleep and you hate yourself in the mirror and even though you don't feel like you're worth anything, this girl starts bawling, makeup's going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Please tell me another time that we're going to find. When, if God's going to speak to his people, why not us listen and teach ourselves to follow? We had another one to where they went up to a guy said, hey, we feel like uh, we're supposed to pray with somebody about a leg problem. And they were like, Pastor Chris, we feel foolish going up to this guy. He's walking fine. Yeah. And they said, sir, I know this sounds crazy, but I feel like we're supposed to pray with someone with a leg problem. He goes, come with me. Goes up to his, 
his apartment. Now there was a leader there. You know, it wasn't just little kids yeah. going up there. There was a leader. Not just sixteen year olds. His <laughs> no. wife is in a full leg cast. Yeah. Like, what's the chance of that God is speaking to kids and you can't we can't just shove and because they shove a phone in their face doesn't mean they're not listening. No, like, they're listening. Speak to them. Well, shout out Haven, what she did last Sunday. Haven stands up in the middle of service. That was awesome. That was awesome. But that, but that's the thing. We need to sit there and realize this, is that the next generation is going to carry what we hand them. So if we don't hand them anything, they're going to pick up what's nearest to them, and they will hand that off to well, the Well, it's kids. like I've told you this a few times. I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but like when I went to this convention, all college students should definitely go to it. COVID canceled it, but it's called SALT. Mm. It's the best $200 I've ever spent. It is a four-day convention of just college students. Mm -hmm. They bring a college, they call it, it's it's a thing called Chi Alpha. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Chi Alpha runs it. They bring a Chi Alpha band out, and it's just four days of nonstop ministry, nonstop worship. We wake up, worship, lessons, and then we get to pick the lessons. They have teachers with all different kinds of gifts, and we had one with trying to remember we it was a class about the five apologetic lessons Mm -hmm. and uh he had the gift of interpretation like honey shout out honey Mm. and uh he said one of the things is we were all praying before this and he said one of them broke out into their prayer language and he's like i was able to understand he said that this is the generation because we all all three of us see it jorge sees it too god's not the normal anymore god jesus christianity is not the normal everyone's turning their back on it because they want to fit in he said that my generation is the generation to make God cool again. And one of the biggest things that I've been like really put on my heart is like the generation of in your youth group is the one that's going to make it the new normal again. Not just cool, but like the new normal. We don't have to just sit and let life hit these kids. Like kids that nobody thinks are going to have attention for anything. Sat, played games, listened to us teach, opened up. And it was just amazing to watch. You just need to be able to dream for them again. A lot of them don't know how to dream for themselves, or they're scared to. And then the kid that you, uh, who doesn't, he said he didn't believe last Sunday was talking to you. And he, oh, yeah. he, he said, I just wanted someone to listen to me. You listen, and guess who was back having a great time again this Sunday? I had fun. So, we might have to come back and talk about youth ministry again. Yeah. I just feel like everybody's going to be like, oh my gosh, how did he just stay hired? Listen, I, we just gave you all the bad stuff. So, someone let him take over yeah, the yeah, church? No, this is crazy. <laughs> These are the head pastors uh, of this church? God, grown up. We didn't, Some, we didn't tell the best story. We'll finish with that. We'll finish <laughs> yes, with the we best gotta story. we got to wrap it up. Our okay. babysitters are. Uh, I Houston don't is like a handful. Fake. Right. So, I don't like fake. I don't. Like, if, if you're not about it, just don't be about it, right? But as much as I don't like fake, I want to teach you, and, and I'm going to hold it to a high standard of just be real, be authentic, but also reverence, right? So I'm a new youth pastor, and uh, I was like, guys, listen, I'm not going to hold your hands in worship, uh, but if you're not going to worship, you're going to still give respect to God. You said that this year, too. Yeah. yeah I was like, you, you don't have to worship. I'm not going to make you worship, but if you're not going to worship, just stand there. Mm-hmm. Just 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 until worship's over, right? As soon as I say that, and we start the first song, about 15 kids run over to the couches, and they're jumping over the couches, laying on the couches, <laughs> hanging out. And I, was I wasn't like, there this sun- that Sunday, by the way. And I sat there, and I was there. like, no. So I walked over there, and I said, <laughs> will y'all please stand up? 
And they stood up, and I grabbed the couch, and I flipped it. And I said, you can disrespect me. You can disrespect this church, but you won't disrespect my God. You can either worship or be quiet. God that created everything gave you a chance to be here. Don't disrespect him like that. So what do we call it? Couch flipping truth. Couch yep. <laughs> it shook those kids. I don't know if they were just afraid not to worship. But there was a reel there that they knew. I wasn't trying to fake anything. This is where I am, blah, 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 blah. Those kids talked about that for years. They still did. And George Jorge still brought He's it still up. He's still talking yeah. about it. Still talking But they were like, we need to make T-shirts. But, but it's amazing when you – there's just an authenticness that happens. Kids are just they, – they are gravitated to they it. They do. They know what's real. They do. Your kids can tell if you're real. I promise you. And, the, and they'll, they'll gravitate towards it. So – Thank you guys so much for joining. This was fun. Yeah. We'll have to do this it again. It's been an hour. It's been crazy. Yep. It's crazy. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>